Every story has a beginning. Our starts in the Gospel of John, chapter 1-1. In the beginning was the Word. Cue intro guy. The Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Spending time in the Word of God is the best way to spend time with God. Welcome to No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast where we will encourage, inspire, and empower you to live your best life in Christ. Here's Greg. Welcome to the very first episode of No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe. Now, in every episode, I am going to try to remind you of three important things. And and really, the biggest reason why I'm doing this, the first is you are God's favorite. I want you to know that if God had a refrigerator in heaven, your picture would be all over it. God loves you that much, and you are his favorite. Now, he's got a lot of favorites, but you are definitely one of them. The second thing is God is not mad. He's not even a little bit upset. Now, he was upset, and all of that anger and all of the consequence of sin of Adam and Eve biting the forbidden fruit, now, that had to be punished, but all of that punishment he put on his son. That's why Jesus came over 2,000 years ago, and why he died the death he died, and we are now free from all of that. Sin is no longer the issue, and I I even wrote the book on that, but that's that's for another episode. And the third thing is regardless of what day you are listening to this podcast, Jesus is one day closer to returning today than he was yesterday. So get yourself ready, get in the Word, and let's get started. Everybody's got a favorite scripture, but my favorite scripture is Revelation twelve eleven, And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony, and they did not love their lives to the death. Now, this is my favorite. This is kind of, to me, it's kind of a warrior scripture. I really honestly can't tell you why it's my favorite, but I can tell you that it is my favorite. And if you read it, there are three things that we can use to overcome our enemy, which Satan, I call him the punk, but it is the blood of the lamb, the word of our testimony, and then a sacrificial lifestyle. And if you'll, of those three, two of those three are already given. I mean, you've already got both of those in your arsenal. You've got, Jesus has already died. The blood of the lamb has been spilt. It is done. It is a finished work. Your testimony is your testimony. Now, it may not be polished, and you may have never really thought about it, but you know people will argue with an opinion, but they can't argue with your testimony. And God is a whole lot smarter than you or I, and he knows that. So he knows if you're going to go to battle with the enemy, you're going to need some powerful tools, and one of those tools is your testimony. The blood of the Lamb, your testimony, and then the sacrificial lifestyle, the, the making up your mind that... You know, if someone asks me a question, I'm going to do that. I'm going to tell people what what Jesus has done in my life and what it means to me. And that I think that is the that is the reason. If you put all that together, it's kind of I, I kind of like kicking Satan in the teeth if I can. And so that is uh, I think that's why it's my favorite scripture. This particular episode is going to be on kind of my anchor scriptures. And where I where I came up with the idea in the next episode, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my back backstory, 
and how I believe that I am qualified to bring this podcast to you. I'm going to actually back it up with Scripture, so you want to make sure that you uh, tune into that. But if you haven't noticed, there is a double portion of stories about fear, about hate, lying, violence, division, anything dealing with stealing, killing, or destroying. I mean, and there's a noticeable decline in stories that have to do with love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. And I really believe that's by design. I believe part of part of the reason is Satan is the prince and power of the air. So anything that goes over the air, if he's got a hand in it, it's gonna it's gonna have it's gonna have some evil attached to it. Not everything is evil, and I'm not looking for angels and demons on every doorknob, but we are talking about a very evil being who is in control of the airways. And if you haven't figured all that out yet, well just keep tuning in and we're gonna open up the scriptures and we're gonna take a look at what this has to do with you and we're gonna try to change your worldview. I mean everyone's got a worldview. And the only way to counter the negative worldview that's going on is to kind of embrace a word of God worldview that that everything in the Bible is true. If you really want to have peace that surpasses all understanding, you need to dig in to the word of God. Now, the idea of this podcast came while I was reading the Gospel of Mark and specifically two different stories in the in Mark's Gospel. And the first one you'll find in, in Mark 5, where Jesus had just crossed over the, I guess it was the Sea of Galilee, but he had just crossed over the sea, and he had healed that demon-possessed man. If you know the story in chapter 5, he had, that's the one where they he cast the legion out, and they asked if they could go into the pigs or swine, and Jesus gave them permission, and they just dove off. And so he's coming back, he's coming back from that victory, and he steps onto the shore on the other side, and people were there waiting for him. A crowd was there, a big crowd. And and if you and if you can imagine, and, and I'm going to put it kind of in layman's terms, I'm going to I'm going to read the scripture. But a local pastor came up to meet him out of that crowd and ask him a question. And that's kind of where we're going to pick this up, uh, Mark five twenty two through twenty four. And behold, one of the rulers of the synagogue came. Jairus by name, and he fell at his feet and begged him earnestly, saying, My daughter lies at the point of death. Come and lay hands on her that she may be healed, and she will live. So Jesus went with him, and a great multitude followed him and thronged him. Now, I I want you to kind of get this picture. There's a multitude, a bunch of people, you know, and, and I guess, you know, to, to compare God with as a rock star or a influencer or some celebrity but i just kind of want to get you want you to have a picture of what's going on jesus steps out of the boat there's a bunch of people and they're all pushing and shoving and kind of if you can imagine if you ever seen the like security around the celebrity you know they're kind of keeping them at bay and pushing and and that so there's this crowd is thronging as the bible says is thronging jesus so the story i i mentioned all that because in the middle of this story this local this local pastor the the synagogue ruler or leader asks him begs him falls on his face and begs him to, to save his daughter and so Jesus agrees and he starts walking towards uh 
this local pastor's house. And, and, and while this story is going on and while he's moving this way, there's another story that picks up in the Bible, and it talks about the woman. This woman had this issue of blood, and in in different in different uh, books, I think in Matthew it talks about that she had, you know, she'd had it for many years, and she'd spent all of her money, and she wasn't any better off. So you got this woman, and she makes up her mind. She just sets her face and says, "If I but touch the hem of his garment, I shall be made well." So she makes up her mind. I'm going to touch this garment. So with all of these people pushing and shoving and all of these, this lady makes up her and she touches her. And Jesus stops. And he looks and he said, someone touched me. <laughs> and his disciples said, really? Someone touched you? And so Jesus said, no. He, you know, And he talks about, I felt power go out from me. And he turns and he sees this lady and she knows what happened. She was completely healed. And she knows what happened, and Jesus said, you know, you know, be of good cheer, or, you know, you, your, your faith has made you well. But, I mean, she, he, and the point I want to make about this story is Jesus was not in a big hurry. He wasn't rushing or running to get to, to this ruler's house. He was walking, and he was walking, and he was probably visiting with these people. He was talking. Someone touched him. He stops. And 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 I want to pick that up in, in Mark because he had already just talked to this lady. In fact, he's still talking to her in Mark five thirty five and thirty six. It says, while he was still speaking, some came from the ruler of the synagogue's house who said, "Your daughter is dead. Why trouble the teacher any further?" As soon as Jesus heard the word that was spoken, he said, "Do not be afraid. Only believe." Notice, Jesus dealt with the spoken word immediately. He did not wait for it to sink in or take hold. He countered it with the word of God. You know, a lot of people, you know, kind of pass. There's an awful lot in there, and this is one of the anchor scriptures. So I want to take a little bit of time, but I don't want to take too much. I just want you to know kind of the thought process and where this, where this all came from. One of, the, one of my favorite things to say when someone speaks a negative word over me is, is I just immediately, because if you look, when Jesus heard the word, he immediately said it. So when I hear the word, I immediately say, I bind that up in Jesus' name. And so people look at me sometimes and go, what's this guy? And, so, and I am a fanatic, and I understand that, but I, you know, and I don't try to embarrass them. I, I just say it for my benefit, and then I respond you know, with a word that I've got planted in my in my spirit, in my heart, I, I respond and, and anchor it on the Word of God. You know, so if you've got something planted, you you can fight it. And if you've been hearing this for the first time, you know, maybe you do say, this guy's crazy, you know, and you may just kick off. And you it's probably a good idea if you think that, that you probably do just need to kick off of this. But it's based on a couple of scriptures. One of them is in Ephesians, you know, where you the Ephesians 6, 10 through, I think, 18, where Paul talks about the whole armor of God, but he talks about in six uh, seventeen and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. That's the that's the word I use the sword. That's an offensive weapon that I use against words have power. I know that words have power, and when someone speaks a word, even though you don't agree with it or you don't think it's got any power, it's got power in the spirit realm. And so I've come to I've come to the conclusion that I'm just not going to let anything like that happen. Speak over me if I can help it. So I just bind it up. And then the next the next scripture and, and part of 
the whole idea of, of how why I bind it up is, is in Isaiah fifty four seventeen. It says, No weapon formed against you shall prosper, and every tongue which rises against you in judgment you shall condemn. This is the heritage of the saints of the Lord, and their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. So that, I mean, as those are the two scriptures. I use the word of God, and I use the no weapon formed against me, so I just bind it up in Jesus' name, and I just move on. Now, let, now let's get back, to, now that we've gotten sidetracked, let's get back to, um, to the Gospel of Mark and the second scripture that I've that I've put this whole pod when I was reading Mark I put this whole podcast idea on these two scriptures and then just wanting to you know tell you stories and encourage you that you know you don't have to be perfect in fact perfection is not the goal uh, imitation I think is more of the goal for a Christian walk but you know you don't have to be perfect you're going to make mistakes you're going to have successes you're going to have some failures uh, I do all the time and that's part of the reason I agreed to this 30-day challenge is you know, I'm going to mess up and and I'm going to say things that, you know, you're going to roll your eyes. I, God does it all the time when when I talk. So, I mean, I'm okay with that, but I'm taking action. And, and I think that's what I want to encourage you. You know, whatever you got going on, whatever God's speaking to you, you know, let's let's start taking a little action. Let's let's start getting busy. Let's get in the game. Well, let's get back on Mark. I've, I've been sidetracked long enough. We're going to fast forward to chapter 11. And and this is Jesus is coming into town. This is Palm Sunday where he comes in and all of the you know, all the people are Hosanna, Hosanna, you know, they're they're lining the streets and throwing, you know, jackets and clothes and and palm palm tree or palm leaves down, you know, for Jesus is riding in on the donkey, on the back of the donkey, and so he comes up and then it's Palm Monday. Just to give you a day, I told you about Palm Sunday in 11, but it, we're going to pick this story up in Mark 11, 12, and 14. It said, Now the next day, when they had come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree having leaves, he went to see if perhaps he would find something on it. When he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for it was not the season for figs. In response, Jesus said to it, Let no one eat fruit from you again. And his disciples heard it. Now, I'm going to move on to the, the next, and then I'm going to talk about the whole thing. But on the next thing, he, he goes into the temple and turns over some tables. And then the next day again, this will be Palm, this will be Psalm, Palm uh, Tuesday, not Psalms, Palm Tuesday. Now, in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, remembering, said to him, Rabbi, look, the fig tree which you cursed has withered away. So Jesus answered and said to them, Have faith in God, for assuredly I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, Be removed and cast in the sea, and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. Now, these two examples show, and and the whole reason why I started this podcast is because these two examples, as I was reading in Mark, you know that they show a response to death. And they show how God responded when death was alive, was around. And, you know, we had uh, Jairus's, uh, or Jairus, Jairus, Jairus's uh, daughter had died. And Jesus looked to, looked to him and said, you know, do not be afraid, only believe. And then when, when he was explaining to the, to the disciples why he cursed the fig tree, he didn't say why he cursed the fig tree, or how, but he said how he did it. 
And he explained to them that, you know, if you have faith in God, he did it with faith. You know, and then he said, you say unto the mountain. And, and that's another thing. God's word and God's power and faith is voice activated. So you've gotten and one another reason, twenty reason number 27 while I'm doing this podcast is because the power is released by your voice. You are voice activated. It, it, I'm going to. I'm going to just give you, show you a quick example while you're driving or if you're working out or if you're just listening, walking or, or just listening in your car. I, I want to show you real quick. I'm going to give you a little two second prayer. The first, the first time I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it and I'm just going to silently pray. All right. That's what, that's what it sounds like when I pray for you silently. Now let's listen or just listen And I'm going to pray for you out loud. God, I thank you for this person listening to me. You know exactly who's listening. You know where they are in their life. And I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth that you would reach out with your Holy Spirit. Lord, you're right there with them. And I pray that you would touch them, Lord. Help them to understand your word better, Lord, and have them learn to ask you, Holy Spirit, how to open up your word to them. I pray it all in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, which prayer was more powerful? Was it the silent prayer? We don't know. You don't know what I prayed. Or was it the one I prayed out loud? And the reason I I believe that it's, I I think Satan is, he's such a punk, but but he wants to, he wants to keep us silent. He wants to keep us down. He wants us cowering in fear. And and we're just told, we're, we're taught by Jesus do not fear, only believe. And, and we're going to just keep expanding on this concept. We're going we're gonna to continue to dig into the Word. Like I said uh, at the beginning of this podcast, is the next, the next episode, episode two, is going to be kind of my backstory and where I came from. You're going you're gonna to be surprised. I, I don't know that you're going to be surprised. We all have a backstory. But, I mean, it, it came from... For the first 29 years of my life, I did not know God from a billy goat. So I had 29 years of living in sin or learning uh, from the world, and now it's working on my 28th year, or maybe even my 29th. It's been 28 years since I've been saved. I'm 57 right now, and and if you do the math, you know, math is not an exact science. So it is somewhere, but it's, it's real close. I've been saved for almost as long as I was unsaved. And so I I just want to I want to show you that you know it's 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 doable. Anything that you're struggling with, if you just dig in the word of God and you just stay with it, then then God will show up. No doubt, no fear, only believe is going to be based on the word of God and I'm going to do my best to try to show you how I applied in my life, how I apply the word of God to my life and how as you're listening how maybe you can start applying it to yours. So I just want to tell you thank you for listening. I want to, I mean, I know you can listen to just about any podcast anywhere in the world. And if you're here right now, you have listened to the whole episode one. And I really do want to thank you. And if if you don't mind, hit the subscribe button. You know, you could always unsubscribe if you get tired of me. But I would appreciate the, the, if you subscribe and and leave a you know leave a comment. I think that's how Apple and 
in iTunes and some of the Android services. I think that's how they rank the podcast. And, and in all honesty, this is more of a challenge. It's not to see how many people I can uh, get to listen to my podcast. This is, this is more for me, but as I'm helping myself, I'm going to try my best to help you. Thank you again, and I look forward to visiting with you in the near future. Thanks for listening to the No Doubt, No Fear, Only Believe podcast at www.nodoubtonlybelieve.com.